The Indiana Supreme Court believes in transparency. The Delphi arguments are going to be broadcast. The crime scene in the Brian Koberger case will be destroyed tomorrow morning. Is it a mistake? Remember the clerk in the Alec Murdoch case? Well, she has some more issues, and her book is no longer for sale. Do you remember the Gypsy Rose Blanchard case? Well, she is being released from prison. And while she was there, she got herself a husband and a movie deal. No Christmas miracle for our dumb criminal of the day. Let's talk about it. Hi, lawyer. Lawyer. Good day, everyone. My name is Scott Reich, and this is Crime Talk. Thanks for joining us. You know the drill. Subscribe if you haven't. Like if you do. Leave me a comment below and hit that little bell for notifications so that you know when we go live or put up new content. All right. Uh, December 27th. Can you believe the year is almost over? And just a couple of days already after Christmas. And so much for all that holiday cheer. Back to the grind. All right. Um, hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas and hope all of your Christmas dreams came true. All right, let's go ahead and open the record for December 27th, 2023. First on the docket, the Delphi murders. Well, the public will be able to tune in next month when the Indiana High Court hears oral arguments on key questions in the Delphi murder case. Now, the Indiana Supreme Court announced that the January 18th, 2024 hearing is going to be live streamed and we will bring it to you. Now the justices will hear arguments on whether to reinstate the original defense team to represent uh, the suspect in the killings, Richard Allen, and also whether Judge Francis C. Gull should be removed from the criminal case. If you may not know, Allen is accused of killing Abby Williams and Libby German back in Delphi, Indiana, back on uh, February of 2017. He was arrested and charged with murders in October of 2022. Now, this announcement comes after the Indiana Supreme Court weighed in on the Delphi murder case for the first time earlier this month, and the state high court denied a request from Allen to make certain documents public and to follow state rules about sealing court records. The uh, justices issued a recent ruling from Gull that resolved most of the issues Allen raised and clarified the process for sealing court records. Now, Allen's trial was originally set to begin on January 24th of 2024, so just right around the corner. Well, now it has been set out till October 15th, 2024. Now, this is a little bit of a refreshing type of thing. Transparency in all court records is a good thing. We're not talking about all the discovery. We're talking about what gets filed in the court documents, public records. Why is it refreshing? Well, because here, the legislators, in their ultimate wisdom in the state of Colorado, recently passed a law saying that any uh, case where a child is named as a victim, well, that case needs to be suppressed. Well, of course, the legislature provides no money, no resources to actually implement the new law, and there's no real way of doing it. So in the ultimate wisdom, the uh, court clerks here decided in the state of Colorado, hey, since we can't tell which case involves a minor, and since we cannot tell uh, or make the prosecutors indicate this case is a minor and suppress one particular case, they're going to suppress all the cases. Well, what does that mean? Well, it means that unless you are the attorney of record in the case, you can't go access a public record anymore in the state of Colorado. 
Now, maybe I'm overreacting. We'll see how this goes into effect next week. But somehow I don't think it's an overreaction on my part. And how does that affect a lot of people? Well, to most people, it won't. But if you want to go see a public file, obtain a record from a public file, say, for example, you're a criminal investigator in a case, you won't be able to do that because you're no longer the attorney of record. And that case could, even though it may not have anything to do with it, have a minor listed as a victim. Well, they already suppressed most of that information anyway. If the Colorado legislator would spend less time trying to help everybody, it would make the world a much better place. Well, in fact, Congress and most legislators, if they stopped trying to help everybody, it would make the world a much better place. Next on the docket, Brian Koberger. That's right. The uh, campus home where four University of Idaho students were murdered, well, it's going to be demolished tomorrow morning. Ethan Chapin, Zaina Kernodal, Madison Mogan, and Kaylee Gonzalez were killed in November of last year at the home uh, where they resided off campus. Now, obviously, the man accused of their murders is Brian Koberger, and he's charged with four counts of first-degree murder as well as one count of burglary. Now, both the defense and the prosecution have toured the home multiple times, with one as recently as uh, two weeks ago uh, as they went back to make sure they had any questions or measurements or photographs that they wanted to be taken uh, so that they could uh, present that at trial. Now, the home was previously owned by a private owner, who uh, rented out the home to college students. But after the uh, murders, the owner donated the home to the University of Idaho, which had planned to demolish it all along. Now, the demolition is scheduled to begin at 7 a.m. on Thursday, December 28th. Con contractors in charge of the demolition and removal say the project should take a couple of days to complete. Is this a mistake? Let me know in the comments. I personally don't think so. Um, I would say 99.9999% of all cases, let alone homicide cases, there is never a reason, nor will the judge allow a home visit to a crime scene. It just simply is not done. It's not efficient. And if the courts start getting into a practice of that, it would be very unusual, burdensome, and expensive. Now, apparently in South Carolina that we saw in the Alec Murdoch case, you could do that. The defense could request it. Didn't help them. Not sure why they did that. But anyway, some states allow it. Idaho doesn't. Like I said, in um, nearly 29 years of practicing law, yep, not a once have I ever done a uh, visit to a crime scene. It's documented. You can go back and take photos. But for the reality of it, the jury is never going to see anything other than videos, descriptions by the jurors, and photographs. Next, the Alec Murdoch clerk has some more issues. Remember Becky Hill? She's the clerk of the court down there in Colleton County, South Carolina, the same county where Alec Murdoch was convicted and uh, sentenced to life for the murders of his uh, wife and son. Well, the same Miss Hill, uh, who co-authored a book about the murders and the uh, trial of Alec Murdoch, her book title was uh, Behind the Doors of Justice, has recently come under fire after some allegations by Murdoch's attorneys that say that she made inappropriate comments to the jury, right? We know that. Well, a book written about the Alec Murdoch murders by the clerk of the court for the trial has been pulled and is no longer available for sale after, well, Miss Hill admitted to plagiarizing large portions of the book. Now, in the wake of the allegations of jury tampering, 
there were reports of an open ethics investigation into Ms. Hill for using unethical behavior and using her position as a clerk to promote her new book. Now, certain letters were sent to and from the South Carolina Ethics Commission by Ms. Hill asking questions about whether she could move forward with writing the book. However, it appears that Hill didn't write all or part of her book herself. Now, the co-author, a guy by the name of Neil Gordon, who uh, previously stated that it was an honor uh, to uh, work with someone with such integrity and character as Miss Hill, well, stated that um, recently that the book has been unpublished and the sales have stopped after learning that uh, portions were plagiarized. Now, when Mr. Gordon confronted Miss Hill about this uh, alleged plagiarism, she admitted that she plagiarized a, a passage or two due to uh, deadline pressures. Now, Mr. Gordon, who is a veteran journalist, said he cannot excuse this behavior, nor will he, in fact, condone it. Uh, Mr. Gordon found the plagiarism while reviewing thousands of pages of Hill's emails that were released to reporters through a Freedom of Information Act request. Among those emails was an expert from an article by a BBC reporter by the name of Holly Hondrich, and the text of the article matched a 12-page passage in the book's preface. Now, uh, Becky Hill is deeply remorseful regarding an allegation of plagiarism that has uh, recently surfaced from her new book. And Miss Hill apparently puts out a statement saying that she accepts full responsibility for this unfortunate lapse in judgment and has personally reached out to Miss Hundrich to express her sincere apologies. Like I said, the book uh, previously uh, uh, on, a, on Amazon is no longer available for sale. Perhaps Miss Hill is uh, trying to ready her uh, resume or her CV. I don't know, to be the president of Harvard, I guess. Who knows? Hey, do you remember the Gypsy Rose Blanchard case? Well, she has spent the last eight years in prison. She's now 32 years old, and she's going to be re released from prison on December 28th, tomorrow. Gypsy was granted parole two years before her 10-year um, sentence had been served for second-degree murder. She and her then-boyfriend conspired to kill her mom, Dee Dee, who for years had subjected Gypsy to painful medical procedures that she apparently never needed. It was argued in court that Gypsy was a victim of Munchausen by proxy, which is a form of abuse in which the guardian exaggerates or induces illness in a child for attention and sympathy. At the time of Dee Dee's murder, Gypsy claimed that she was being mentally and physically abused and forced into yet another unnecessary surgery. Now, she claimed she was desperate to get out of that situation, and that act of uh, desperation led her to ask her then-boyfriend eh, to go ahead and just kill her mother, which he did. Now, to uh, tell her own story, uh, there's going to be a new docuseries, The Prison Confessions of Gypsy Rose Blanchard. It's going to premiere on January 5th on Hulu. Now, uh, Miss uh, Gypsy has said that if she had another chance to redo everything, I don't know if I would uh, go back to uh, when I was a child and tell my aunts and uncles that I'm not sick and my mommy makes me sick, said Gypsy. And uh, she goes, or if I would travel back to just the point of that conversation with Nick and tell him, you know what, I'm going to tell you the police everything. I kind of struggle with that. But she also adds, Nobody will ever hear me say I'm glad she's dead or I'm proud of what I did. She regrets it every single day. Now her boyfriend ultimately received a life sentence for carrying out the uh, murder. And hey, what would a prison sentence be without a marriage? That's right. 
while in custody, Gypsy got a new husband, Ryan Anderson. He's a school teacher from Louisiana, and they got married last year. So he got a book deal and a new marriage. And who says things don't just work out? And next on the docket, our dumb criminal of the day. Miracle Rivera. Although she didn't get a Christmas miracle this year, did she? So Miracle Rivera and uh, the victim apparently were engaging in a little verbal spat about infidelity early Sunday morning. Needless to say, the uh, police uh, were called and the police arrived. And uh, the uh, victim separated himself from Rivera and uh, relocated to the living room about 3.40 a.m. on Christmas Eve. Well, Rivera allegedly followed the man into the living room where he was uh, lying on the couch, simply minding his own business, probably denying all the allegations, I'm sure, when Miss Rivera picked up a Christmas tree and began to strike the victim with the Christmas tree. Now, this battering resulted in uh, the victim receiving numerous minor scratches over his upper body and arms. The viciousness of it. Anyway, Miss Rivera was arrested on domestic assault and booked into the county jail. She was released about 2.40 p.m. on Christmas Day after pleading not guilty to the misdemeanor assault counts. And guess what? The judge also put in a protection order so Miss Rivera can have no contact with the victim with whom she has resided for the last two years. A couple things of note, the Christmas tree was not seized as evidence. However, I'm sure that it was thoroughly photographed along with the images of the vicious assault. Not exactly sure how big the tree was. Was it like a you know four foot, six foot? Was it one of those little mini ones you put on your desk to bring in all that Christmas cheer? Anyway, Miracle Rivera, congratulations. Maybe there is a Christmas miracle because you, are the Crime Talk Dumb Criminal of the Day. Congratulations. All right, everybody, as the year rapidly comes to an end, thanks for watching. We appreciate you. We'll see you next time. And remember, the Constitution matters. Mm -hmm.